it was like quite a long corridor and I seen us stood in the doorway. So I was walking towards her, getting closer and closer. This person was getting bigger and bigger. And I said, hi. And at that moment, I had a decision to make. Do I keep up the bullshit or do I absolutely come clean? Hey, welcome to Flip It and Rebuild It. This is the podcast that will help you see life from a new perspective so you can prepare for when life knocks you on your butt without warning. I'm Stephen Webb, and ending up paralyzed at 18, going bankrupt, losing nearly everything, more heartbreaks than I can count. I know how hard it is to turn your life around. Let us help you find inner peace and flip it around when your life is hectic and feels impossible for you. And welcome my awesome co-host, Susan Jackman. Ah, thanks, Stephen. And I'm here to share with you how I have learned to flip that story in my head and use every experience to grow and rebuild my life the way that I want it to be. I've experienced a lot of life and learned many valuable lessons. I do believe I can help someone learn from what I've been through, from how I've overcome childhood traumas to learning to find the silver lining and lesson in every situation, no matter how negative the situation seems to be. It's about finding your peace of mind when life goes to shit, as it often does. How's your week been? It's been super fabulous. <laughs> First, you've got some big news. Yeah, I just moved into my house. I emptied out my storage unit yesterday. Me and one friend did it all. We got it all done in one day. And all my stuff is, you can't see it, but it's there. <laughs> cool. And I'm just going to turn my phone off, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that. Um. Oh, it's looking good. So you're doing the podcast from your new house for the first time. I am. How yep. exciting. Yeah. Yep. And what are we talking about this week? Meditation. And more specifically, we're talking about the myths of meditation. Yes, exactly. There's so many myths around meditation. I remember when I, it's twice I started meditating. Mm-hmm. Once was when I was like 27, 28 years old. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be honest here. I thought it was going to get me laid. <laughs> really? So that's why I started. Med- yeah, I I thought it'd be cool. I didn't I know that was a thing. <laughs> like it was like a new age thing, and everybody okay. cool was meditating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought it was going to get me a girlfriend. <laughs> and and about twenty minutes later, I realized my mind thought too much, so I give it up. Yeah, yeah. I think it was about three minutes actually. Twenty-seven <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I think that's probably the biggest reason people give up right there. Yeah. It's huge, and we um, I got it on one of the seven myths today we're talking about. Oh, awesome. Great. But the next time I started meditation was when I was 40. Yeah. And it was because every single book I read told me that I had to meditate. Yeah, yeah. And every time I turned a page and it said, the answer to this is meditation, mm-hmm. I just wanted to rip the page out and say, I can't <laughs> do it. I've tried it. I can't do it. Yeah. So what age were you when you started meditating? I started about maybe five or six years ago, um, but like I was, it was kind of a combination of um, dating someone that meditated um, and starting yoga, which has uh, got a lot of meditation and at least my yoga did, <laughs> had a lot of meditation in it. And then I started doing it on my own. Um, so meditation can get you a girlfriend. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, so we've got the seven myths, and we've got an eighth one. It's depending on how much time we go into it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so should we just go through and chat about them? Yeah, let's do it. It's the first one is I'm too old and it takes years to receive any benefit. So many people say to me, because I'm a meditation coach now, I help mm-hmm. people to meditate. Yep. And, and these are the things that I used to think as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and people think, well, the Buddhist monks and all that have been in the Tibetan monasteries for years and they've been meditating 10, 15 years. They've been sitting in caves, cross-legged, mm-hmm. as long as some of the rocks have been there, or so it seems. Yeah. And that's how they get their calmness. That's how they get their benefits mm-hmm. of meditation in a health way and everything. So why should we try? Why should we bother when realistically we're getting a bit older? We haven't got all these hours in a day and I just can't yeah. sit in a cave for six hours at a time. Yeah. But it's a complete myth. You know, the moment you start meditating, you start to receive the benefits. Yeah, exactly. Like I was going to say, I feel like even the first time I did it, I felt immediate benefits. Every time I do it, I feel immediate benefits. And that's exactly why those people do it so much and get so dedicated to doing it yeah. because it's so beneficial. And once you realize that, you feel it when you don't do it. <laughs> you do, yeah. It's <laughs> Whenever someone says to me after meditation in a while and they say, well, you know, I don't know if it's working. I said, well, don't do it for a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you really realize it wor- it's working. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. But because it becomes part of our lives, mm-hmm. because the calmness and the clearer thinking, the deeper understanding, the deeper caring, the compassionate, the wisdom becomes part of our normal every day. Mm-hmm. We think it's just there as a natural given is us. Yeah until we don't meditate and then we yep. join the rat race and then, <laughs> yeah. uh, we get agitated we get frustrated we start getting anxious we start overwhelming again yeah and then we're like well i wasn't like this last week i wasn't what's going on and mm-hmm. we start blaming the external world again mm-hmm. suddenly realize ah, i haven't meditated for a week yeah and it really is that simple oh yeah that happens to me <laughs> it happens to everybody I talk to. And there's a really short story about um, a couple of Buddhist monks was sitting there and their teacher comes out and meditates with them every single day. And one of the Buddhist monks looks at the other and goes, oh, it's so nice that he comes out and joins us and supports us. And the, and the other one giggled and goes, <laughs> it's because he needs to. <laughs> it, it's one of these things. But you're never too old. You can literally get the benefit instantly Uh, yes immediately um and when we bust some of the other myths you'll understand because there's so many myths around meditation that totally stop us doing it oh yeah yeah Uh, but number one is you're never too old to benefit and you do receive immediate benefits straight away absolutely um in actual fact when you start to meditate that's when you get the most benefits instantly almost yeah so start meditating that's on the number one yep number two i cannot meditate it's too difficult (laughs) the reason why people think it's too difficult is because they think they have to do it a certain way i when i started meditating i i couldn't stop senses from hearing everything around me so i actually wore earplugs the first like month that i meditated and then i was able to do it without them and then I was able to do it with a person next to me. Now I can do it, just I can just stop and just do it anywhere, anytime. Yeah. Um, 
but like I had to figure out what worked for me to get me started. And honestly, like, I think there's so many different activities you can do that are meditative because it's kind of about getting into the flow. Musicians and artists do that when they create. I feel like creativity is like meditation. So if you're having trouble meditating, try just starting with something creative. And, and there is so many different ways. And the thing is, we all meditate anyway. Mm-hmm. And the most controversial meditation we do is going out and standing there and having a cigarette. Yeah. You know yeah. what? The cigarette increases our blood pressure, increases our heart rate. The cigarette itself does everything but relax us. Yeah, that's true. However, we stood there for five, ten minutes. Yeah. And we're taking deep breaths mindfully. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're taking notice of what's around us. Mm-hmm. We're very often alone or socializing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a form of being present and in meditation. And yeah. that's what relaxes us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you went and done it without the cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Because a very simple place to start with, you know, meditation is just focusing on your breathing for five minutes. Yeah. Just go and just go and sit somewhere and do it. And but when I was reading all these books, they were giving me so many different ways to meditate. Yeah. They were giving me the the biggest problem for me because I was dyslexic. They it was all in such a language that I was really not getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. <laughs> it, it's almost like a whole new language you got to learn. Yeah. And you, you know, you got Diana mind, Diana mind, and you got all the other things, Chian and zen and mu you got all these things well it just confused the heck out of me yeah um and i was trying to understand the philosophical side the knowledge side of meditating yeah i wanted to do it right right yeah i went through a stage like that (laughs) but it it was preventing me from doing it Mm -hmm. yeah um it's not like mathematics where you've got to learn the practice and then you can do it right the whole meditation practice is wrong. Just meditate. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Just sit there and become present. Yeah. Um, I'm breathing in. I'm breathing out. I've just become aware of my breath. Now I've just meditated. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and we can do it with sound. Sounds are really good meditation. Mm-hmm. What can I hear? Yeah. What can I hear? And just don't label it. Don't do anything with it. And just do that. Yeah. But I thought whenever I was reading books, it's like there was an end goal. There was a right way of doing it. Yeah, After right. 20 minutes, I was going to get something. Right. <laughs> and I, I remember I had so many weeks with Junpo. I would go to the calls and I would say to him, am I doing it right? Am I doing this? I'm doing this. And he said, just sit down and shut up. <laughs> I love I'm it. Like, <laughs> what? Just literally sit down and shut up. Yes. Just sit down and listen, listen, listen. Yeah, yeah. And then when I stopped trying, I began meditating. Mm-hmm. When you stop practicing, you're meditating. Yeah. The thing is, we, we put so much pressure on doing it right. Yeah. So what's the different, what's some of the different ways? There's guided meditations. Yeah. Um, uh, sitting out in nature and listening to the sounds. That's my one of my favorites, honestly. <laughs> Walking meditation. Um, yeah, it's just like even just sitting in a dark room and like closing your eyes and focusing on visuals. Um, yeah. 
And one of the great meditations with children is just sit them down and ask them their favorite animal mm -hmm. and ask them to have an image in their head. Yeah. And focus on that animal. Yeah. Think about the animal. Yeah. You're meditating. Yep. But we tend to really complicate it and go, I cannot do it. Yeah. Well, people think that the point is to clear your mind and think about nothing, but it's not really. You actually no. are focusing. Exactly. On things right around you in the moment. There is no such thing as no thinking. Which leads us on to the next one brilliantly. Oh, <laughs> nice. Um, number, number three. <laughs> It makes me think more and I want, but I want to quiet in my mind. Mm -hmm. So we sit down and then we think we're thinking more. Yeah. This is so, so common and it happened to me. It's a good thing. It yeah. Means you're becoming aware of your thoughts. Yeah. 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 We have 40 to 50 thoughts per minute. Yeah. 40, 50,000 a day. Most of them we're unaware of. So we sit down in quiet, we take a couple of breaths and we're thinking. Mm -hmm. so bring it back to the breath, we breathe yeah. again and we're thinking. Yeah. And we're thinking and we're thinking. And the first thing we do is we get annoyed because we're thinking. Yeah. Then we focus on our thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just focusing on focus. Yeah. That's what used to happen to me when I first started the restorative yoga before I started actually meditating. Um, yeah it's, it's just so common and I, I think it happens to everybody that does it yeah. and the first 10 minutes of every meditation that's why focusing on your breath is so useful because it's it, pulling it back pulling it back pulling it back and I, I love the breath because it's a wonderful metaphor for life you have yeah. to you're breathing in oxygen that we need to live mm -hmm. but on every out breath we're letting it go yeah Oh, yeah. Yeah. You think about the depth of that. We're leaving go of something that we need to live. Yeah. Sometimes I do a meditation that's like kind of specific and I think about something I want to resolve in whatever way on the in-breath and then on the out-breath, I imagine like letting it out into the world or maybe I just imagine bringing in good energy. And letting out bad energy all, all those kinds of things are really awesome one of one of my ones and i guess we'll do some more tips at the end but one of my favorite ones is to sit and just breathe in calm and breathe out relax nice calm relax nice and it's just a nice way of it just you've got the thoughts because you're focused on you know what calm means you know what relax means mm -hmm. and the body just naturally follows oh yes yep because the body does follow our thoughts. If we get angry, yeah, our body then gets angry. <laughs> the body follows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, number four, meditation is disconnection and escapism. It's not. It's actual fact. Real life is escapism. And, um, and what we normally do in life is we... We might use alcohol or drugs or anything to avoid life. Oh, yeah. But we, also, the smaller vices. And I, I go into website design to avoid life. Yeah. It's easy for me. Yeah. Um, it's something I've done for 10 years. 
I don't have to think about it. I can just lose an afternoon yeah. in doing it. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, I totally disagree with, you know, that myth a hundred percent because to me, meditation is my time to connect with myself. Yeah. And connect with the universe outside. Mm -hmm, yeah. You know, we listen to the birds, we hear the birds, we see the trees. We realize this oxygen all around us is keeping us alive. Most of yeah. the day we don't. Yeah, that's true. You know, I got to 30, 40 years old, and the only time I realized I was breathing is when I struggled with breathing. You know, when I had a cold or a cough. Oh, yeah. I wish I could just breathe properly. Oh, yeah. You know, now, I won't say every breath, far from it. But there's so many times in the day I just bring it back to my breath again. Mm -hmm. oh, right here. Yeah. I'm home. Yep. So it is a connection. Yes, it is, definitely. Definitely. Um, and that there is a difference between meditation and mindfulness. Yes. Um, the meditation is um, you sit down with intention on the cushion or seat or lying down, whatever you want to do in the morning or whatever, and you find a quiet time. The mindfulness is bringing that meditation to life during the day. Yes, yes, exactly. It's like someone cuts you off on the road and you just stop for a second, take a deep breath, you feel calm and you go about your day. Yeah. And you recognize that you've made mistakes. You've done mm -hmm. those things. You're enlightened yeah. enough not to think that he left home deliberately to just wind right. you up that day. Right. <laughs> that he knew exactly what was going on in your life at that moment. And he deliberately did it. Now then, looking at the connection, that's connected. That's been with what's real. Mm -hmm. The disconnection is losing it and getting mad. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Where you are, actually, you're somewhere else. You're already, oh, no, they could have hurt us. And this is what you're already living the pain of being hurt. Yeah. And oh, it yeah. hasn't happened. Yeah. Or you're reliving a terrible, something that happened to you, maybe when you were six. Yeah. In a car accident. You're there. Yeah. You're not present. Yeah. Because if you're present, you'd realize it was okay. Right, exactly. That's why anxiety is such a complicated emotion. Like, like I totally feel for people who have super bad anxiety, but at the same time, I can see that it's it's really all in how you look at the moment, and it's all it's all in your. It's I don't even know how to put it. I don't want to say it wrong, but it's all you have control over it. You're the only one that has control over it. And if you don't see it, you just, you're lost in it. You just don't realize you have control over it. Right, exactly. You, you don't realize the cage door is open. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wide open. Yeah. And this yeah. is what meditation gives. Meditation gives us not control over our thoughts. It gives us control over how we respond to our thoughts. Exactly. Yes. Because yes. guess, guess what? They're not yes. your thoughts. They're not my thoughts. Yes. <laughs> They're not ours. Now, well, now yeah, I, I do find, though, that after years of practice, you do get kind of an additional benefit of having more control over your thoughts. Yeah. It's, it, it's recognizing that, ah, that's a thought. Right, exactly. It's not true. It's not factual. Right. It's a thought. Right. And then we disconnect from what a thought actually is. A thought is just no different than a heartbeat. Right. It's, it's 
your mind is designed as a thinking process. That's what it's designed to do. It's going to do it. Yeah. You may not like all the thoughts, just the same right, as you may no. not like every time your heart beats. Sometimes it might be a bit irregular or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, just the same as every other organ in your body is designed to do a job. Yeah, exactly. So that leads me brilliantly on to number five. There is no off switch. Nice. And this, this is just, I wanted an off switch. Yeah. I started meditating because I was thinking too much. And I wanted them to stop. I wanted to meditate and have no thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not how it works. No, it's not. No. And this is why I thought it, this is why I wanted to give up so many times because it wasn't working with me. Yeah. What it gives us is, you know, there's no off switch for the heart either, the liver, your right. kidneys. Because if you switch them off, you're dead. Yeah, right. What if, you, what if you switch your mind off, you're dead? Yeah. So do you really want to switch it off? No. <laughs> no, but I think it gives you uh, the ability to focus on your thoughts. I honestly, like, find clarity in thought when I'm meditating. Yeah. Yeah. What, what it gives me, it gives me, ah, that's a thought. Yeah. I can go with the thought. I can believe the thought. I mm -hmm. can enjoy the thought or I can be annoyed by the thought. Yeah. It's all my choice. Yeah. Yeah. And I no longer associate the thoughts are me. Yeah. Yeah. I have thoughts, but I am not those thoughts. It's, it's like it makes you able to kind of separate your thoughts and your feelings outside of your body and just look at them yeah. from an outside perspective. Which is so difficult to do because it's oh, internal. It's Super difficult, but that's what meditation yeah. teaches you how to do. Yeah, <coughs> I think it it gives us that little space between what's arising and how we respond to it, which is so incredibly important. Oh yeah. Now in meditation, I'm sitting there, and I and within about I don't know three or four seconds. Mm -hmm. I went blank then for a moment. Within <laughs> three or four seconds. I'm thinking, oh, check Facebook. Oh, just check your emails a minute. It won't really matter. You just started your meditation. Oh, just do this. Oh, you're uncomfortable. You do all these things. And I've just got to go, thank you for the thought, but we're breathing. Yeah, yeah. And then it will think about, oh, what's Bounty doing? My little Westie. What's mm -hmm. happening? Oh, the cat's over there. No, we're just breathing. Yeah. And then sometimes I can go on a thought and it can last 10 minutes. And I go on a whole thought journey and it might take me 10 minutes to realize I'm thinking. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then I go, Oh, that was a long thought. Let's go back. Yeah. Yeah. But it isn't the benefit then it's the benefit later when the kids are driving you mental, when your work's driving you mental, when things are going wrong. And you have these thoughts of wanting to kill your boss. <laughs> extreme, <laughs> but probably we'd have them and we have these crazy thoughts or just mild thoughts mm -hmm. and the thing is we don't need to make them into anything we can just go huh, that's a funny thought that's a crazy thought yeah right exactly nice and you just cannot get rid of them your mind's designed to think yeah um unlucky so even when we're in fast asleep it still thinks 
it just doesn't make us aware of the thoughts that's all right exactly and what all we're doing is we're staying awake to our thoughts we're becoming aware of our thoughts so okay number six i don't have time and i'll tell you what i used to think that that was one of mine that i believed and the thing is is like you don't have to sit there for 30 minutes you can literally just meditate five minutes whenever you have five minutes you can meditate in your car at the stoplight for like 30 seconds for a minute maybe but but just enough to take like four deep breaths yeah and that's it that's all it takes honestly i do it more that way but i do it all throughout the day um at this point because i'm crazy busy so i just every time i get a chance i stop for like 10 minutes i do more like 10 minutes um it breaks up work. Um, it breaks up. It, it's just, yeah. Every afternoon, I think I haven't got time to spend 15 minutes meditating. Yeah. And I plow on my work. I plow on my work. And then when I look at the days when I do take 15 minutes out and meditate, mm -hmm. I get a lot more work done when I come back to it. Oh, exactly. But we almost stay there because we're stubborn. Yeah. Um, so, but it's important with meditation. It's not like filling up a car. So you can't go to the garage once a month and fill it right up. Right. And use it over the month. It just, just doesn't yeah. work like that. It's and, and if you treat it like, if you give it the importance, you would give eating. Yeah. It would be, the benefits would be astronomical. <laughs> I mean, do it last make it your dessert after you eat yeah i don't know <laughs> the main thing of meditation is you're better off little bits and often than you mm -hmm. are a large bit but not no. regularly yeah but don't put in getting to friday on your day off and meditate for three hours yeah that's not going to do jack on saturday on tuesday no, and uh -uh. wednesday no no, you got to be consistent, even if it's just little bits, just be consistent. And and if you don't do it one day, don't go, oh, that's it. It's over now. I'm not going to bother. Just come back. Yeah, you can always, always come back. You know, we all have what Suzuki calls beginner's mind. Mm -hmm. Every yeah. time we sit, we start again. Yeah. <laughs> Every true. time. And I, I love you all with the traffic lights. Yeah. When the traffic lights are red, breathe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could keep your eyes open and just focus on your breath while you're sitting there looking what at gift. the color yeah. of the light. Instead of being annoyed, it's a gift. Just a time mm -hmm. out. Yeah. And I, I like the one walking in our doors where you just hold the handle of the door, take a deep breath, open the door and appreciate the door and then go oh, through the door. Nice. <laughs> you know, do it relatively quickly if you've got a queue behind you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can meditate anywhere, walking yeah. the kids to school, um, eating your meals and everything like that. The main thing is to stay connected in what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you're meditating, eating a meal, put the food on your plate, put it in mm -hmm. your mouth, enjoy mm -hmm. the taste, feel the different kinds of taste, but don't go loading your fork because when we're loading our fork with the next mouthful, Mm -hmm. we're actually tasting the next mouthful and not the one in our mouths. Yeah. What we're doing is we're getting rid of the one in our mouths, ready for the next one, rather than mm. savoring it and enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Huh, interesting. 
I think in general, just slowing down everything is the, the key to mindfulness and, you know, meditation. Like, you know, actually my favorite time to meditate is in the morning when no one's up and it's quiet and nature's waking up. Um, and I, I kind of feel like it starts me off on a good foot for my day. So that, that's why it's my favorite time. It start, starts you off on a clear-minded in control. Mm -hmm. Instead of walking out the door feeling like, oh, oh, I got to go. I got to do this. I got to do that. Yeah. Just kind of. You're so much better off waking up, getting out of bed, than you are sitting there dozing for 20 minutes, half an hour to an hour. Because mm -hmm. none of that is beneficial. No, uh-uh. You know, I got a sleep course coming out next Friday. And oh. it really is the amount of studied on sleep is you're better off going to bed 20 minutes early, 10 minutes earlier mm -hmm. than you are ever snoozing your alarm in the morning. Stop yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Not the worst thing you could do. There is worse things in the world you could do. <laughs> Regarding sleep, it's pretty, it's, it's one of the worst things. <laughs> and, you know, you could eat olives. That's way worse. <laughs> oh, Come on, tell me you're going to love olives aren't oh you? no no I, I i absolutely hate olives <laughs> do, do any of our listeners like olives because i seriously think you're <laughs> having a joke with me i don't reckon any of them like them and they're just going go on stevie eat them <laughs> uh, why are we talking about this i don't know meditation meditation yes um <laughs> can always come back <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like, it's like training a puppy Never get yeah. annoyed. Just smile. It's a funny thought. Yes, it was just a thought. It's come yeah. in. Be mm -hmm. friendly with it. It's fine. Play with the thoughts. Yeah. And if you think the thoughts are you, what are you going to think next? Yeah. I love that question. Because everyone always says, oh, it's me. It's me doing the thinking. Okay, tell me what you're going to think next. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good one. Interesting. We don't know what the thought is until it happens. Yeah. It's. Just, I just think that's brilliant. I love that. <laughs> um, number seven: supernatural esoteric experiences. Mm -hmm. That sounds interesting. It, it, it is interesting because there's so many times where meditation, where people sit down and they hear about all kinds of um, elusive things. That I think that's the right word. Things that can happen. They see colors. They mm -hmm. see beings, they see. Um, and the, there was two Buddhists again. It's going to get like a joke. There's two Buddhists. But they were sitting down there, and one of them said to their teacher, I think I've got it. I think I am there. I've just seen, I had the most wonderful experience. The Buddha was in a gold statue, and he was shining, and I could go up and I could touch him, and it felt so amazing. It was really, really good, mm -hmm. and... The teacher just slapped him and said, yeah, wake up. <laughs> and, and it's because the illusions are created within us. Yeah. Then there yeah. can be great experiences. We can have amazing experiences. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the main point of meditating, and it should not be missed, is to become more compassionate, loving, understanding. Yeah, absolutely. And not to become this delusional something yeah. You're above and beyond. Yeah. We're amazing enough. Now then, this is probably quite controversial because uh -huh. some people might say, well. Oh, yeah. Because I, ha I, I had like experiences like that, but it was early in my meditation practice when I first started. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is where you need a teacher to mm-hmm. say, yeah. brilliant. And they are real to you. They're relative to you, a personal. But regarding the spiritual journey, they are no more than that. And it's quite yeah. interesting because we all have these levels of which we're going through. Mm-hmm. And if you're a very religious person, perhaps you're a Christian. And if you have this experience, you'll interpret it based on what you know. Mm-hmm. So you might interpret that you you had a conversation with God or you had conversations with priests and things like that. If you're a very modern, um, a new age, unconditional mm-hmm. love person, mm-hmm. that's not religious, spiritual but not religious, they call themselves, they might interpret as they are love and they're part of the planet yeah and they're there to bring this unconditional love yeah the problem is both things give you a sense of real hierarchy and importance right right and then you keep chasing that yeah and you think you've got this special entitlement so many people think they talk to aliens and other things because where did they get the knowledge from yeah wow tesla was a brilliant example of this he meditated a lot mm-hmm. and in his meditation he'd come up with the answers to many things mm-hmm. but he would equate it to a higher being yeah now then i can't sit here and say none of that is true because i don't know right yeah but if you're meditating for a calmer more loving, understanding, compassionate life, mm-hmm. then I think then the best way is to ground it. The best yeah. way is to enjoy the experiences, but don't get attached to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice. So th- th- that's where I, I was going to say stand. Yeah. I don't stand anywhere for the listeners that I'm in a wheelchair. That's why. <laughs> oh, now that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. We put down a bonus one. Not everyone can enjoy the benefits of meditation. I would say that's one of the bigger myths too, because everybody can. Oh yeah. It's just a mindset of what we believe we can or not. And it also yeah. comes down to our, expectations of the meditation exactly yeah now then if you're gonna go from this podcast get a meditation book or just sit down and meditate or just sit down and listen Mm -hmm. or and expect miracles in your life Mm -hmm. then you're going to be disappointed and the meditations are not going to work yeah but they subtly creep into our lives and we don't always know when they're working. Right. Yeah, it is very subtle, definitely. So what's your meditation practice? Um, right now, um, it's just stopping, closing my eyes, focusing on my breath, slowing down my breathing, listening to the sounds, depending on where I am. And for like, five to 10 minutes and then, and then going on. And then I'm doing that several times a day. Like I'm not doing the whole sit down for 30 minutes thing. I used to do that regularly. Um, but I'm like super, super busy, (laughs) crazy busy. So like that was my way to work it in. And I really like it. It's working well for me. Um, I've been doing this 
way for a while. Um, but yeah, when I, when I do sit down and do a longer meditation, I focus on my breathing first and then I, I just kind of, I let my thoughts come. I look at them. I let them go. I don't really worry about whether I'm thinking or not. Um, like I don't like dwell on a thought, I guess you could say. Um, I just kind of take it in. I don't try to process it. I just take it in. Um, and usually I have big revelations after I've meditated, like after I'm done and I'm going about my day, then I'll just stuff will be popping in my head, like solutions and things. So if you are never meditated or if you want to meditate, or if you're not sure whether you're meditating in a way that we're talking. Literally, it is get yourself comfortable, straighten your back so you're not going to fall asleep. Yeah. And literally go, go, I'm breathing in. I can feel the air on my nose. I can feel my chest expanding. Mm -hmm. I can feel my belly going out. And I can feel the air then reversing, coming out. Yeah coming out from my nose yeah it's it's cooler going in warmer coming out it's yeah. literally just take notice yeah and when you're breathing breathe out and go one and then breathe out and go two and when you get to 10 start again mm -hmm. if you get to 10 the first time congratulations yeah yeah <laughs> That's a pretty good thing yeah, I don't worry about exactly how long I do it. I just, I breathe it in slowly. I hold it for a little while. And then I try to breathe it out even slower than I took it in. Yeah. So what, what do they call it? The, um, I don't even count. <laughs> um, four, three, four, yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like that, yeah. But all of these things are purely to make you focus. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is, is to focus on something. You, yep. And sound is the other one. I, I love focusing on sound. Yeah. And, and it's a brilliant way of showing us what we're missing and what we're disconnected um, from. Yeah. Well, I like to listen to like nature sounds and music, but I don't, I don't really care for like guided meditations, actually. No. no. I think guided meditations definitely have their place. I listen to them sometimes. Brilliant for going to sleep too. I got a wonderful sleep meditation on Insight Timer. Um, but it, it's the matter of staying focused. And whenever you wander, just bring it back. And it's okay. You, you know, th this is the thing. The spiritual journey is about causing less harm, mm -hmm. less pain, less suffering, by more understanding, more compassion, more loving. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, I don't give a crap how people do it. Yeah, yeah. As long as their spiritual journey leads to that. Yeah. For themselves as well as the people around yeah. them. Yeah, because it's their journey. Yeah, and, and like you said to me, find your own meditation your own way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Insight Timer has some amazing guided meditations. Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard that. Yeah. Um, with mine as well. I'm on that. Yes, yours are fabulous. <laughs> of I course am. they are. I am. My ego likes that. <laughs> I'm in the top 100 listened to on there, I believe. Oh, wow. Wow, awesome. 
Um, but yeah, find your own way and just stop practicing. Just do. Yeah, yeah. Um, get rid of any expectations. Mm-hmm. And you're better off doing it two minutes every morning, every day, than one hour once a week. Absolutely. Absolutely. So where can they get hold of you? Susansinspirationspace.com. Brilliant. And they can get hold of me on stephenweb.com. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next week. What are we talking about next week? Next week, spiritual bypassing. Oh, interesting. Yes, this is going to be super interesting. Probably a little controversial. <laughs> yeah, you got to join us for that one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thanks, guys. Have an awesome day. All right.